Do you want more time? Do you want more money? Do you want more success? Do you want to really start turning your business into a legacy that you could look back on one day and say, wow, that was pretty cool? Well, tune in for the next 10 minutes to Irene Gutman and Tom Ose's podcast, Work Smarter, Not Harder. Here's our hosts now. Well, hello. Hey, Tom. How you doing? Okay, pretty good. How was your week, Irene? Wait, no rants? I'm disappointed. I I don't have a rant. I'm trying to keep it positive today. <laughs> okay. But if you like, I could certainly rant about something. No, I got one. Uh, you got one? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got it. A rant. It's a topic. Unless you have a different topic that you want. I got one. No, no, I think I think we're good to go. I'm uh, I'm actually working on a project for a client. It was like an all hands on deck project that we did. We started at eleven o'clock in the morning. I had a quick meeting and gave everybody, I guess, the uh, the tasks and such. So uh, getting it done, getting it done. All right. So here's what I want to talk about. So um, when I start with clients, um, some of them are established business that want to run more smoothly, save money, and save time for the owner. But uh-huh. often, if, if the people are not at that place yet, then it's a cash flow, it's money, they're anxious, they don't sleep well sometimes, and, um, you know, it's all that stress. So we work on strategies for making money, uh, better marketing, better words. You know, we've talked about that. Yes. When the money starts coming in, often because people have been worried about money for so long and now money starts coming in, all their best laid plans of how they were going to save it wisely just go out the window. Yep. Start spending money. A hundred percent. And I've been there. I have been there. I did attempt to correct the mistakes of the past over the last five years and made some strides in that direction. But I totally hear what you're saying. It's understandable. It's human nature. You know, you've been without for so long. You finally have money. Oh, well, now we can hire this person, buy this, do that upgrade my company car, all these things that sound okay, because you can justify every single one of them. There's always a mm-hmm. but if you don't do the, num- the numbers, then you could find yourself working, working, working without making much profit. So you were making more money, you were more revenue, more profit, and you just killed it because you do the math first. So I'm not saying you can never spend any money on your business, but spend it wisely. And of course, personal stuff too. spend it wisely, you know? So, and I've seen people where I've helped them make a lot of money and then they <laughs> kind of blow it a little bit. You, you pull into the parking lot for their office and they're driving the Lamborghini from, <laughs> yeah, from I, uh, Superman yeah, 3. Beings. Well, human beings. So mm-hmm. I get it. But think about, think about a three month, some people do six months, at least a three month sleep at night fund. Okay. An emergency fund. I like to call it a sleep at night fund because it really does help you sleep at night. And that's mm-hmm. three months worth of expenses because, and you know, the government helped with COVID. There were PPP loans and all of that that helped people, but so other things can happen. It could happen again, and the money might not be there. So having three months all gives you cash flow if you need to um, take on a, a bigger project, but maybe you're not going to get paid for 90 days. And you have right. 
involved. So really, it just takes a meeting with an accountant or bookkeeper to understand your numbers, know what you can spend on, and always be working on your sleep at night fund, even if it's not a lot of money growing consistently. That psychologically, first of all, practically, it's important. Okay. Secondly, it keeps your company safe um, from things that can happen. But thirdly, how could I put it? It's practical. It's good for your company. The, the psychological benefit of having a sleep at night fund is so incredibly powerful. You're going to walk taller. You're going to be more relaxed. It's going to affect all your relationships in a positive way. There's so many soft benefits to having a solid, secure company. So yes, I understand human nature. Doesn't mean you can't celebrate, take yourself, take your spouse out to dinner or do something small, but also be working on that emergency fund and don't make it easy to get to. You know, maybe you want to put that in a separate bank across town and you can't do it electronic. You can't do it, you know, through your phone that you can't, you know, if you, if you impulsive, you might want to do something to slow yourself down before you take money out of that fund. Or you could just leave it with us. We'll take care of it. Not a problem. We will keep it secure and safe and secret. And there will be no prop. Please don't follow my advice on that. Please don't follow my advice. Please don't follow my advice. But I, I will I will drop in if I can just add this. And one of the ways that you can help yourself save money on an annual basis. And I do this every year. And it was something that Irene and I came up with, I can think about 14, 13 or 14 years ago. And there's a lot better tools these days for it. You go into your bank account and uh, you know if your, your bank's worth their salt, you should have the ability to download an Excel file or at very least something known as a CSV file. Mm -hmm. You download it and then you sort all the transactions by the name of the transaction or the amounts of the transaction. And if you see any recurring expen expenses that are sizable, um, that are in your, uh, your annual accounts, consider whether they're directly applicable to your business life. Is it an absolute necessity? And if I can add this one additional example, from time to time, we don't have many search engine optimization projects running at the same time. So what we try to do, because the, the, uh, the suite that we use for search engine optimization is you know, getting you more customers on Google. I'll just leave it at that. But um, basically, the tool we use is SEMrush. It's $99 per month. That's $1,200 per year. So, mm -hmm. And it's a small expense for us, but it's a useful one when we're doing a project. It's a, it just saves time. But in the case of if we don't have, like, let's say if we only have like one or two projects in a given month, we'll actually turn it off and we'll say, hey, we're going to revisit this next month. We tell that to the client and then we bundle it with uh, three or four other clients. And then that $99 becomes $20 per client. Very useful. So that's a way that you could just bundle and save in a way that's useful and keeping your bottom line and your ability to reserve cash much more applicable. Yeah, and what you said um, that was really wise is when you really understand your numbers, you can be creative like that. Um, it's just often people are afraid of their numbers. And again, human nature, so not judging anybody. People are often afraid to face their numbers. Maybe they don't understand how to read a profit and loss statement. Maybe they don't understand what their bookkeeper or their account is giving them. But if you get humble enough to say, hey, I want to sit down with you. I want you to really explain this to me and ask your question. 
that un- to the point where you understand your numbers, you're going to better grow and you're going to feel so much more confident. I mean, business and personal feelings about life and business and psychology go hand in hand. They affect each other. And if you don't, if you, if you don't think they affect each other, you're just fooling yourself. Um, mm-hmm. When your business is good, you're good. You know, you, you, you walk differently. You interact in a lighter way. You laugh more. It, it affects your relationships. And when you face your fears, it's so freeing. So there are a lot of metaphors in life in business. And I like to be real, real practical, very strategic in business. And then we talk about the psychology. So the strategic part is watch, save some money. And the uh, soft part is, and then have some fun, then feel great, you know, then enjoy the confidence that comes with all of that. Irene, can I make a few recommendations for some really cool books that would help people along on that journey? That would be wonderful. Okay. So the first one that I have as a recommendation is something that helped me about six or seven years ago, and I'm going through it again. It's a book by Dave Ramsey. It's called The Total Money Makeover. And basically, it talks about being able to use what's known as a debt snowball. In other words, you start with the lowest, lowest possible debt, pay that off, and then move to the next rung and pay that off. So everything that you pay off, you just once that item is paid off, let's say it's $10 per month, then you roll that into the next debt that you're getting rid of, and you work your way up to 20 30 40 roll that into the next debt up. And, you know, sometimes it takes a year or two. Very valuable. The other one I recommend is Financial Intelligence, a manager's guide to knowing what the numbers really mean. And that will walk you through the balance sheet, the profit and loss statement, as well as the cash flow statements. Three most important types of documents in accounting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent, Tom. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Look at if you if you do your... If you're if you're embarrassed to talk to your accountant because you're throwing, well, first of all, you should have the relation. You should choose an accountant that feel comfortable saying, "Hey, I don't know what a balance sheet is. I don't know how to read my P and L statement. I don't even know what that word is you just said." So I'm sorry, I'm going to stop you there, and they put it in layman's terms because we all have jargon in our fields. We I, we all we all have to be mindful of jargon. Your your accountant should be able to break things down. But if you read a book first and learn what those things mean. Then, you're, then you go in that much more confident. So it's all good. However you want to do it, get to know your numbers. And I always recommend that you cultivate a habit of reading every morning over coffee, um, even five or ten minutes a day will really get your mindset in the place where it needs to be in order for you to be more productive, save more money, and ultimately be more successful in your business and your life. Yeah, entrepreneurs are very smart people. We like, um, entrepreneurs like high level brain stimulation. We like new ideas. Um, you can't be impulsive once we get, you can't try new ideas all the time because it'll get, you know, kind of crazy. But um, we like to feed our brains and it's those, those things are really interesting. Yep, absolutely. If I can put a, brain, a book in my brain every day, I'm a, I'm a happy camper, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've enjoyed your book, so. Thank you. Thank you very much. So I guess that's it for today, and uh, I guess we'll uh, meet up with you uh, this coming Monday. Thank you for tuning in, and Irene, I hope you have a great weekend. Thanks. You too, Tom. Enjoy. All right. Catch you later. Okay. Bye.